What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, and Kim with Digging In with Naime. If it's your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. Kim, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm, I'm a little tired, but I'm good. I had um, a class today. It made me feel really good. So I, um, I, I teach kids and adults and there's one class I have with some middle school kids and all my classes all my classes anytime I say bye really to a lot of people I normally say like all right have a good night or I say um yeah have a good night be safe and make good decisions and I had a student today a middle school girl who said I really like when you say make good decisions she said because it makes me feel like I should be making good decisions. Oh, that's and I was so like, sweet. Yeah. And I was like, I really appreciate that. She was like, you know, the funny thing is I say that because we tend to not make good decisions. I said that like we, right? Like the idea is humans. But I was like, we tend to not make good decisions. And so if I say it enough, maybe someone will. That's how I told her. And she like laughed and she was like, yeah, I think that there's truth to that. So it made me happy. That's so sweet. I always took it like you were saying it in a condescending way. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I really, like, I say it to wish that upon you, right? Like, I wish you may, because realistically, as human beings, like, we can't always make good decisions, you know, sometimes, whether it be because we're too tired, or, you know, or we're just annoyed, like, sometimes we make bad decisions, right? Like, maybe spending $5 on that whatever wasn't a good decision, or maybe just sleeping in later wasn't a good decision, but it's like, I'm going to wish personally attacked, good decisions. But yeah. <laughs> On all of that, going to Starbucks unneededly, sleeping in when I know I gotta be up. A week. Then that's okay. I'll keep wishing it on you, Kim. Make good decisions. In no in no condescending way. In a very like <laughs> in, a, in a very like I hope that it's something you do. I wish someone told me that, like, thank you. I will make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tell yourself. <laughs> I do. When I say that to everyone, I, I say it to myself too, like make good decisions. So Miss Naime. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling after your surgery? Yes, we are back. We are back. We are back. It's been two um, weeks, maybe three weeks since we recorded, and it's been about eight days since my surgery. Um, man, first off, when it's, I've heard someone say they feel like they get hit by a truck after waking up from a surgery. That is real talk. Mm. Like the way. Um, my doctor said it's the, the anesthesia, the anesthesia, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. the way that it like is em- leaving your body and just coming down from it. But then also my doctor said just the trauma, any trauma to your body um, really takes a toll on it. Right. And like my body went through it. Mm-hmm. So that it was it was intense. Like I still feel some pain now. It's a little more uncomfortable than pain. But anyways, um, so I don't know how long it's supposed to take my doctor said I should be feeling like right away I should feel better however I've had some brain fog still and there's been a few other things that was supposedly supposed to go away and they haven't and so I'm like I don't know if they got everything I don't know if this is just because it's only been eight days my body's still I don't know you know like dealing with it my body my mind I don't know but I see my doctor in a few days and I'm gonna ask him um, he said he couldn't talk to me after my surgery because I was going to be out of it. 
So I ended up talking to my dad. But when <laughs> I went to go ask him what he said, my dad doesn't remember. Mm. So, and I'm like, what, what was the point of him talking to you then? Like, that was, you know what I mean? Like, that's very pointless. Um, <laughs> he should have recorded it. Right. But my dad said it was successful. That's what they all say. It's successful. But it's like, okay, but it's successful, meaning you took out the growth. Like, I don't know. So I'm going to, I should call, but I was just going to wait until I see him in a few days. But I feel all right. My throat um, kind of hurts. I've been, it's been getting a little sore. That would make sense. I, I don't know. You don't know what? Maybe. Like, I guess it does make it's sense. It's right on your throat. It is. I have a, it's like on my bone. Or not on my bone, but it's on that, you know, like in that little denture place. Like anything attached to your neck is your throat to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the funny thing is a lot of my students have been like, oh, you're bleeding. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no blood coming out, but that's what they see. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like they oh. see a cut on her throat and it's, you know, dried blood. So you're bleeding. Oh, oh! And I so, just got the queasies. Oh, you know how I feel uh, about bodily fluids, girl. But there, there's nothing coming out. There's nothing coming out. Um, I know. Just talking about it. And just so, me think just, of it. <laughs> and so I tell them, like, no, that's where I had my surgery. I've had a few students who remembered, and it was really sweet. And they'd be like, "How was your surgery?" And and then I had a few other students who literally was like, "Um, there's something wrong with your neck." <laughs> Now, Naime, if we were to be honest with ourselves, you would be part of Group B. Maybe. I don't questions. know. I'm like, <laughs> the funny thing is, now that I'm an adult, and I think this started maybe two years ago, maybe last year, um, but I'm just like, why are kids not more stout? And even, a, so like today, they had a, we had a substitute yes last week for one of my classes, and I asked how the class went. And one of my students, who supposedly adores me, supposedly is what she says, was like, I really enjoyed class with him. I kind of wish he was our teacher instead of you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so I was like, bro, why would you say that out loud? So for the rest of class, I was, I was joking with her. But for the rest of class, I literally was like, you're not talking to me. If you have something to say to me, say it to your sister. And your sister would tell me. And she would tell her sister. And, like, I wouldn't listen. Like, I ended up just talking to the girl. But I just thought it was funny. Like, literally, like, you could, why'd you, why'd you say it to me? Like, you didn't have to tell me that. You know what I mean? Not her saying. <laughs> You're right. Kids do not have any, any, any filter. No. And it, but it makes me think, like, I, I, because some adults are still like that, too. I'm like that sometimes. I was but... just about to say, like, girl. <laughs> so it's something, it's something I would like to work on like just not being like that but anyways um I have something I want to say and then you can do your I, well first off a lot has happened in the world mm -hmm. and I won't I won't say everything like a lot has happened in the world on a global scale in America and then for Naime for Kim for it right there's always something happening but I'm gonna say it I'll be quick in mind so, um, global warming is a real thing. And the idea of global warming is that because of us as human beings just living in our everyday lives, we just warm up the world. And I mean, it makes sense, right? If you think about like 
you walking because you are walking and that energy you're emitting it gets you get warm right you running you have energy whenever energy is just running it warms up Mm -hmm. um so pakistan um is currently flooded not all over um but in South Asia, which is where Pakistan is, um, many parts of Pakistan is underwater. They have experienced their heaviest rains, which um, this is just monsoon season for a lot of the world, right? It's just that time. Summer brings, I mean, and every season has their own different like water in and out type of thing. But during summer and many parts of the world is where it rains. Um, now, Pakistan is technically in the south. I don't think they're, yeah, they're in South Asia. So they're technically, uh, from my understanding, it's it's like their winter, right? Because they're, the, they're at the bottom. Um, but nonetheless, around this time is typically when there's storms. And so around this time, from June until now, it normally rains. And they've had so much rain that it's flooded. Um, and it's five times their normal levels of monsoon rain. And they've it's killed more than 1,100 people and 33 million people have been impacted. Um, just to give you a perspective, that's more than the population of Texas. All of Texas? Yes, all of Texas. Wow. So that, that amount of people. Um, the crazy thing, and this is why I brought up global warming, is that Pakistan is actually only responsible for, one, for less than 1% of the world's planet warming gases. Say that so, again. Pakistan is responsible for less than 1% of the world's planet warming gases. Pakistan isn't even responsible. So them experiencing what they're experiencing with the rain actually has nothing to do with them, but everything to do with us in America, in Europe, Canada, because we are the ones who are admitting most of the heat. Does that kind of make sense? Kind of, yes. I'm following along. I'm tracking. Okay. Um, so there's there's a lot of conversation. And these, these these are conversations that's been, you know, going around and, and it's it's a conversation. Um, I'm a part of this group which is a part of the Slow Factory, which is a little organization and I'll actually put that in the show notes. It's a really great organization. But anyways, um, they focus on environment, design, and, and like, um, things. Anyways, anyways, the point I'm trying to make is this conversation is, like, how is it there's, there's only so many amount of people out here in Pakistan. They're only doing so much to cause this global warming, but because the rest of the world is going on with their lives and is living this life of like, I don't want to be inconvenienced yet other people are suffering for it, you know, Mm. which is, I mean, a thing, right. People always say, like, if we think about right, China um, for a long time, China was accepting all of our trash in America. So it's like, if you think about that, right, they were just taking our trash. So it's just one of the things of like, how am I dealing with the stuff that like, you don't know me. You have nothing to do with me. You don't care for me. Yet I have to deal with the stuff you're doing to me. 
you know? Mm. So anyways, all that to say, um, I will put in the show notes a place on Global Giving, which is an organization that I normally donate to. Um, they, they, they are a nonprofit organization house, like a housing site that houses other nonprofits and their projects. So you can literally go on here and look up any nonprofit you want and see if you can donate to any of their initiatives. And there's one ABKT, which is the Association for Behavior and Knowledge Transformation. They have, they have a flood relief initiative in Pakistan. Um, their goal is 20,000. They've only reached 1,300. So I'll put that in there if you want to donate. There's a whole bunch of other places you can donate. I'll actually put the whole list on there. Um, so whatever you feel like. If if you feel moved to donate, you know me. I'm all about like, here's, here's some real measures. Like these are real things we can do. I don't like the, well, I'll just, I'll think about you. No, these are real things, right? Let's pray and let's do something. So if y'all are interested. And for those of you who do not know Naime on a personal level, um, this is genuinely her. Um, Just to give an example, um, I want to say it was the day after her surgery. I called her, you know, to check up on her. The first thing this girl's talking about is, did you see the new policy? Or you said something. And I'm like, girl, she still got a little anesthesia in her. Like, no, she just genuinely cares about the world. So <laughs> please check these links out, <laughs> which we all should, right? We all should care um, and want to help our, our fellow brother and sister around the world. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I do. Sometimes it's, it's it's a little too much, but I do care. Truly, <laughs> truly. Okay, Kim, what do you have for us tonight? Well, because, and you said it earlier, there's been so, so much going on in the world. Like, I couldn't even just pick one. So I'm just going to go off something I think we can all relate to. Um, adulting. So I recently mm, hard pass <laughs> zero stars. I don't want to talk about this. No, well, too bad. So recently, I have been under the impression that I would like to cook more, but in order for me to do that, I have to be able to pr- either prepare meals while I'm gone or like meal prep, right? I feel like nobody really likes to meal prep. You might get your gym enthusiasts who make it sound like it's the greatest thing ever, but does anybody really like it? But anyways, so I, because I work a nine to five, I'm in traffic at least two hours out of that time. No, not out of that time. In addition to that time, sorry. And so by the time I get home, it's like, I don't even have time to really cook a meal and then time to digest it. And it's just a lot, right? Okay, so I'm like, you know what? I want to go buy um, a slow cooker. You know, those old school things that your parents have, your grandparents have. You put wait, on wait, a meal. Wait, 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 wait. What? Don't you have one? A crock pot? Yes, I do not have one. Yeah, you do. How are you going to tell me? No. Remember, we, remember <laughs> we had two in the apartment. One was mine, one was yours. Yeah, that was my Did mom's and she it? took it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like, didn't you have one? But okay. I appreciate you. But even in that, so I didn't know the blessing that I had when I had it. Ooh, that's a word. But okay. So I decided I'm, I want to buy a slow cooker. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, it can't be that much. What is it? Like it's a pot of pan or whatever. Let me let me go look for it, right? There's one for $19.99 at Target. I'm looking right now. Girl, but go not ahead, 
with all the features. So I go on and I'm looking and they have crock pots for like a a 199 159 179 and I'm like whoa is it really this expensive mm-hmm. and I was like the googly moogly okay well that's something you budget for right you don't just go out and spin that automatically because you Did have you a buy it? notion no do you want do you want my mine uh yeah since I have so real quick let me say this though so, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we're going to get back to that because I'm going to need to cop that. But... Well, let me say this real quick. So, Dwayne gave me his, but I moved home, so I don't even use it. So, I mean, if you want it. Listen, it's just child. Been used. That's the only thing. Like, as long I as okay, don't care. If it okay. works, it yeah, works. Yeah, it does work. I was going to put a post out. Like, does anybody have a mm-hmm. crock pot that they are no longer you know, that's in need of? Do. That's how I do a lot of stuff. And I get... <gasps> Speaking of that, if anyone has a ukulele. <laughs> actually my mom has one <laughs> really is she, did she just use it um no it's from hawaii oh so that's her beauty that she's trying to keep maybe i don't know we'll see but anyways so the the point is mm-hmm. i go and i look at these prices and i'm like oh my gosh it really costs that much to buy something to cook it like does it come with the food included like i'm so lost and I was like you know what that's okay I'll look at an air fryer right now because you and our other friend uh, Mariah were talking about it and I was like let me let me try an air fryer one of these days I go that's look expensive too Kim. yes appliances are yes I was not expecting this and then I was like well my goodness a George Foreman grill has to be a little better like I'm thinking have, maybe 50 I have a George Foreman too girl all of it all of it and I'm like the math ain't math and like seriously it's really this expensive mm-hmm. and it just made me think I'm like being an adult is hard man mm-hmm. even when you want to do right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to mm-hmm. do so I'm like okay so mm-hmm. this whole plan that I had like because I was thinking I was like oh I can make like some chili have it like on low or whatever I was I'm at work mm-hmm. I can like I was just having all these ideas I was looking up recipes girls I was so confident and then I looked at the price of these stuff and I'm like oh my goodness this is this this is a lot um so no do it yeah do it it really made me think like I know our parents weren't paying these prices. I know our grandparents weren't paying these prices. I said, when did cooking get so popular like this where these uh, devices and then one of the crock pots, it was like 14 in one. It does 14 different things. I'm like, how can a crock pot do that many different things? <laughs> like, doesn't it just cook? Like, I'm so mind blown by all of this. But, but, well, I mean, my mom just literally bought a, what are those things that you make with like, dough and I don't know what it's called like cakes and stuff you like put a roller in. no you put batter in and you a blender no I don't know what it's called but it's it's where you stir the dough and stuff it costs a, a oh I know what you're talking glass. about like a, ba- a cake stir yeah and it's, it's huge and it's fancy but what I think it is is that realistically like as an adult if you you buy a crock a mixer you, mixer yes a mixer but you buy a crock pot because you know you're going to use it. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much it is, right? Like, you're, it's going to be used. Mm-hmm. And you're you're just in a space where, you know, you got to make this decision. Like, are you going to use it? 
Because you will. Fundamentally, you will use it. Even if it's not everyday, Absolutely. you will use it. But so, I was like, do I bring my- myself to pay these prices? And I was like, let me put out a SOS first before I do oh, that. Yeah. Because a I lot would, of times when you do that, people are like, oh, yeah, I have like, this. Please I, I take it. get rid of this. Oh, yeah. Girl, exactly. Like I've done that with (laughs) I've had a computer monitor given to me like because I didn't want to go buy one for around that same price I've had and it was in great condition that whole furniture the whole furniture I gave away for free oh yeah yeah all of that I mean the couches I got rid of but everything the table the chair I've had a table given to me I've had multiple uh like dishes so I'm like no people like if you put an SOS out what one man's trash is another man's treasure that is real okay Mm -hmm. so by all means I end that segment to say yeah go ahead and give me that run me that crock pot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that George Foreman grill you got it Mm-hmm. Yep, I definitely man, when I t- look, I plan on I had reached out to my prof- my professor, one of my old teachers, because she had mentioned that she'd give me her ukulele when I was in New York. Um, and I was like, you know, I never got that. Are you for real about it? And so she didn't respond yet. But then I was looking on Facebook Marketplace and I'm about to put out a filler on Facebook. Cause that's right to be girl, I have so many messages of me being like, Hey, I'm looking for this. And people really... They will give it. But I'm also... I'm all for, like... Uh, recycling? Secondhand, yep. Recycling. Secondhand, things like that. Um, which, there's a group. There's different groups. And it's, like, secondhand groups or... Um, I don't know what it's called. Where they, like, gently use things and they just share. I forgot what it's called. Not share, but, like giveaway anyways i don't know thank you for sharing though kim adulting is not easy it is not it's not for the weak it's it's, i don't know if it's for the strong either but it's here (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's dig in i wanted to share there was an article that came out on bloomberg it came out man weeks ago we were supposed to talk about this a whole week ago this came out August 3rd. But this was such an important important conversation. Mame, that is not a week ago. It's about to be September 2nd. I said 2nd. weeks ago. Oh. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this came out weeks ago. Okay. I thought you said a week ago. So this woman wrote an article. It's getting harder to be a woman in America. It's for Bloomberg, the U.S. edition, Business Week and Equality. Her name is Claire Sudith. And there are some facts that she shares on here. And I'll put, again, I'll put the, the article in the show notes so you guys can read it for yourselves. And these facts are like, I had no idea. And so I just wanted to share them. Um, so I'm going to, there's kind of a lot. I'm going to read through them as quickly as I can. And if you have any comments, you can make them. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so the U.S. is the only wealthy nation that does not guarantee new moms time off of work. So if you just give birth, if you just birth the baby, you are not guaranteed time off. Congress toyed with the idea of offering four weeks of paid family leave, an amount of time so short that a postpartum mother would still be bleeding into adult diapers. Mm. Her baby too young to be legally accepted by a licensed daycare. Um, And it's the Congressional Budget Office estimated that it would have cost the federal government government about $22 billion a year or 
2% of next year's proposed military budget. Only 2%. Only 2%. But instead, the government thought it was too much money. So... Now... Oh, no. Continue first. No, go ahead. I was going to say, well, we know that the military, like, well, at least, um, like, veterans and things like that, that money isn't necessarily always given out to like the vet like you see homeless vets you see them dealing with um pt was ptosd all of these things and they should be taken care of so how big is their budget really i guess is my question who is they military didn't you say the military budget of of the whole united states of america yeah so it's 703 this just in 2022 they spent we have spent $703.5 $703.7 billion. So, so if, if the federal government decided to give four weeks paid family, just four weeks, and again, this is for postpartum mothers, it would only take 10, 2% of the budget, of the military budget specifically, not the entire, like just, it's just saying, hey, can we take 2% of the military budget? And they're like, no, it's, it's too much money. $22 billion is too much money, even though, Again, it's $703.7 billion. I'm curious, because if they have that much money, like, why are veterans not taken care of as you would think they would be, I guess? Because they don't care about them. Once you've done your job, that's it. My dad was, my, I have a lot of family members who are in the military, a lot. Hmm, interesting. But okay. it's, it's for the current, I mean, it's not just current military, it's for past, but you don't matter. Once you're, I mean, that's everywhere, right? We don't care. If, I say we as society, not Naime, but society, society doesn't care about old folk. Yes, they do. Society? Other Are countries you... love and respect no, their okay, elders. We're talking, about, we're talking about the United States of America. Mm. Okay, we're moving on. American Academy of Pediatrics recommended that women breastfeed for two years instead of one. And the Senate declined to pass a law that would have granted 9 million working women breastfeeding protections. What do those protections include? Breast, breastfeeding protections at work. Sorry, hold on. I didn't finish reading. I'm so sorry. And how in the midst of a nationwide baby formula shortage, Florida Representative Matt Guyatt voted against a bill that would make it easier for mothers to use their women, infants, and children funds to buy formula saying that if Congress helped mothers on welfare feed their infants, it would be crowding out many hardworking American families. So the Breastfeeding Protection Act would protect um, women who breast who pump at work. So I actually had a job where they, I, and I am not making this up, they would not the, let the. Uh, they would not let a woman. I wasn't there very long, and I won't say the school's name, but they would not let a woman pump. Um, she didn't have her own office, and they wouldn't let her pump in the bathroom. So she she'd go to her car and pump. That's legal in the state of Arizona. They can tell you you can't pump in here. They wouldn't let her, her do it in the bathroom. In the bath. No, then when they found Why? out she was pumping in the bath, I don't know. It made someone uncomfortable. Some woman who's in the stall with her. That's weird. I don't think she was in the stall. Like that's kind of nasty. 
it, it's very nasty, but I'm just I'm I'm confused. Like who would go? Ew, there's a woman minding her own business. I mean, I mean, there's women who <laughs> complain about breastfeeding in public. You know, like. Uh, but in the bathroom, like I get what you're saying. I 100% get what you're saying. Yeah. But I feel like that's really, really going Girl, above and beyond. Uh, but then to... also, it would ensure that time spent pumping, you were also it like that's okay. You you can get paid. There's a, another law that like not a law, but they can say you need to clock out. If you're going to pump, you need to clock out. Mm. Even though like smoking is a whatever break, right? Like, but anyways, that, that's just one of the things. Um, and then I'll send you this article, Kim. So in 2019, the state's own health department noted that Mississippi's maternal mortality rate was almost twice as high as the national average and that close to 40% of mothers who died did so more than six weeks after childbirth. That would have allowed postpartum mothers to keep their Medicare coverage for as long as a year because it failed. Wait. Ah. Oh, okay, right here. I'm sorry. Okay. Again, let me read that again. In 2019, this in Mississippi, their maternal mortality rate is twice, almost twice as high as the national average. And that is close to 40% of mothers 40% of mothers who died did so more than six weeks after childbirth. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Poor women in Mississippi, a state that's 38% black, are kicked off program of Medicare program eight weeks after they give birth. So you have mothers who are postpartum and in Mississippi, 40% of the w- women who die die six weeks after childbirth, six weeks, and you get kicked off of, of Medicare after eight weeks. They kick you off. So you're no longer covered after eight weeks. Hmm. So numbers are, you, you see where, how that can happen, right? Like women are no longer have this care to go to the doctors and then they're dying. That's so sad. 89% of elementary school teachers are women where mass shooters are continually attacking, which is interesting if we think about it, right? 89% of elementary school teachers are women, and we are consistently seeing white men specifically shoot schools. Almost two-thirds of the recent hate crime against Asian and Pacific Islanders have been directed at women. Amber Heard, I thought this was interesting, but Amber Heard has to pay Johnny Depp $10.4 million dollars because in 2018, she called herself a public figure representing domestic abuse in the Washington Post. Because that's mm. how, why this all happened, right? He felt that his her one article ruined his career, right? Mm-hmm. Of the estimated 41 million Americans tasked with caring for an elderly relative, usually a parent more than... Usually a parent, right? If you are tasked to care for your parent, more than 60% are women. In the depths of the pandemic, mothers, exhausted by the relentless grind of work and kids, gathered in public parks just to scream. Bill Cosby was let out of prison. And again, why was he in prison, right? For attacking Mm -hmm. women. A teacher with two young kids would have to fork over two-thirds of her paycheck for daycare just to be able to work. 
child care workers, home elf, health aides, again, two essential jobs held almost entirely by women. They are so poorly paid that they often cannot afford child care at all. This is facts. Even before COVID-19, there were fewer women in the labor force than in 1999. According to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, one million women who quit their jobs in the depths of the pandemic still haven't returned to work. And the most common reason given is that they either can't, af- can't find or can't afford child care. Since 2020, about 16,000 child care centers have closed. Nurses and teachers were so overworked during the pandemic that they're quitting in droves. Mackenzie and Co. estimates that the U.S. will be short about 450,000 nurses in the next three years. Schools are so short-staffed that some districts have moved to a four-day-a-week schedule. And the U.S.'s indifference toward women hurts its economy. The Council on Foreign Relations estimates that if women participated in the U.S. labor force at the same rate as men, the economy could go up by $4.3 trillion in five years. So I found this article, and this article basically shares these facts, but I found, I want to share these facts, but the article really just talks up women. This woman is talking about like how, and, and she names so many other facts and just like, this society needs women. Any society needs women, right? Like, and not only as, as, as women who birth and who nurture children, but which is a very big and important aspect. <laughs> yes, it is. It is like, I'm not trying to downplay that. Right. But like, no, like we also need women educated. We also need women who um, are CEOs. We need women who are presidents. We need women who are um, doctors and we, we, we need women who are also childcare, but not just childcare. But then we need to take care of women, right? We need to make sure that women can have successful births, successful births, that they can live. We need to make sure that women are able to breastfeed, that women are able to pump, that women are supported if they decide they want to go to school, that women should be supported if they decide they do not want to be married, that women should be supported if they decide that they do not want to um, have children, that women should be supported. Really, like, like we should be supporting women because if we do, they're alone. If we did, the U.S. economy would gain so much more money. In five years, we'd have $4.3 trillion. And it's like, y'all's sexism is so high because this is some money we could just easily have if, if the U.S. just cared for women. I'm curious after those stats what other countries um statistics are like i wonder what england's um like stay at home mom percentages versus women in the workplace versus um like maybe even like a if we go to like a more ancient country like maybe greece or rome or like like i'm very interested in what their stats are if it's more traditional um like we're it's men who go to work more or like I, I'd just be interested to see that. I don't know, man, but I'm gonna have to Google that. It's interesting. It's 
So if you have a woman in your life, which I mean, I hope you all do. I mean, I, you know, God willing, your mothers are, you know, still around and grandmothers, aunts, sisters, someone. If not, you've passed a woman in the street, grocery store, right. mailbox. Tell them thank you. <laughs> Tell them you appreciate all they've done, all the stress you done put on them. You know what I'm saying? All of it. We'll have all a man appreciation it. episode at some point. We're not jogging, man. How I'm just kidding. Women? I'm okay. kidding. See, appreciating that that was an all wise moment, Kim. <laughs> oh goodness. I know. I was appreciating appreciating women. And not saying anything about men doesn't mean down, down, you know, we, we hurting them. It's just, we appreciate our women because women are important just like men are. <laughs> yes. But women are important. And so I want to make sure we say that, but yeah, I'll put this in, in, um, in the show notes. The article is, she she mentions all this in regards to Roe versus Wade and she talks about it a little bit and she really just talked about her experience. She has some daughters and, and it's just it's interesting just her talking about it and hearing. Um yeah, it's an interesting article. So check hey, it out. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, and send it to me, please. Yeah, I will. Um, before we leave, what books are you reading? surprisingly nothing at the moment really I know that's so weird for me oh I'm slipping I feel like I've just been so busy with work and other things I know that's not good I'm get a book today (laughs) we'll start reading something because I have a book that I want us to read together so eventually for the podcast what are you watching on tv so I just finished season three of Never Have I Ever. It took me way longer than I expected. I figured like I'd binge watch it the That's first okay. night it came out. Okay. But like I said, I've been a little pre- preoccupied. Um, but finished it. I just Mindy Kaling is just gold. Like she's just <laughs> she's so funny. Um, like just. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. But um, sad to know that this is their second to last season. So the next season will be their final season. I will say I'm a little salty. And me and I may, we've talked about this before. I can't stand it when shows, they have a love interest. The entire show, like it's one person. And then it doesn't, they don't end up with them. Yes, that bothers me so much and everyone's like well it's too cliche if they end up no they have literally dragged this out like they better end up together or they'll always try and put put them with like another character it's like well they fit better together. like no she wanted this person let her have this person like that really genuinely bothers me I don't know why um but the same thing happened in in on my block and I'm like is this a Netflix thing like you get the second rated prize like I'm not feeling it but um, oh, they don't end up together on all my block. No, that bothers me. You went like y'all through... was dating the whole entire series. Girl went through hell and high water for this person. Okay, and y'all ain't going to miss me. No, 
no. Um, maybe that says more about my personality. Like, nah, get the prize. Get the get get the prize after all that work you done put in. The, the tears, the sweat, all of that. Mm. But um, yeah, that's what I'm currently watching. Um, there's just so many things out right now. Like, I don't even Yeah. It's just too much. It's like overload. Like at some point you just gotta take a step back and be like, I don't really want to watch anything because there's just uh, yeah. so much. I have yeah. done that. Yep. Um, me too. And yeah, definitely. I am reading three books. I'm reading The Coddling of the American Mind. Uh, of course book. you are. <laughs> <laughs> of it's course you are. It's about free speech. I think, um, I don't know. It's an interesting book about how we're super, That this is what I want us to read, Kim. How we're basically super sensitive and why we've become sensitive. You know how you're always saying people are just so yes, and I do not. That sounds like the least interesting thing I would ever want to read. But they do research as to why they literally did research. That's mm. how I want to read it. It's gonna be a hard pass for me. I'm weak. The other one is in every mirror she's black. Um, it's about three black women who end up moving to uh, sweet Sweden. One of them is American. The other two. Or two of them are American, the other one is not. And they move to Sweden and just it talks about them being back in Sweden. Girl, my then, therapist keeps trying to get me to move abroad. She keeps <laughs> she's like, Yeah, you better go. <laughs> Everyone's Rome, doing it. Italy a to lot Sweden. Of black That's what she's saying. She calls which it is, the black exodus. Is, yes, yes. <laughs> which was a thing that happened back back in the fifties and the sixties, right? You have James Baldwin, you have a whole bunch of people who yeah angela davis you have people who left right people i mean some of the people a lot of the people especially our revolutionaries they went to cuba specifically because you know but a lot of people went to paris a lot of black people went to cuba and paris there's a few people who went to el salvador but yeah revolutionaries are respected in other parts of the world it's not <laughs> in america um i co-sign i'm moving out of america at some point i just don't know when i still yet. think this is the greatest country do you really? I do. I think we have our problems, but I feel like I am a very patriotic person and I, I do appreciate our country. Like I said, we have our issues. I'm not saying we don't. But to me, it's almost like a, uh, I would consider it like a sports team. Like it's my team and I'm going to support them. If that makes I mean, sense. That's how I think of it in my head. I don't call, I wouldn't consider myself patriotic. I don't hate. Like, country. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Oh, I definitely want to live somewhere else. Um, I, I have a lot of critiques about this country, but that's because I love it. I would have right? never I, guessed. I love, <laughs> I love the country that I know that there can be more, but would I call myself patriotic? No. Yeah. And I uh, think. Would I say I support the country? in sports right like in the idea of in whatever the sports we do with america and all that like yeah but no like i i i take pride in one day wanting to move out of here but that isn't really more of like wanting to escape america but more of like wanting to accept and experience whatever is out there because i know the world is not america you know the Correct. world is so much bigger than that Correct, 100 so. percent. but i also like to consider like we again, we have our issues. <laughs> I keep saying that. I hope you don't but we are also go ahead. What do you think I'm about to say? Say it. But we are also a very, very young country compared to the rest of the world. Like in hindsight, when you really think about it, we're still developing. 
Like, think of like some of the oldest countries in the world. We are a young place. There can be a lot that needs to be fixed and done and all of that. Um, well, till Jesus comes back, but like, there's a lot of, of things that that can be can be done. Is basically what I'm saying. Like, this isn't the end all be all. I don't think um, for the country. I just think it's really young and it's still learning like a teenager or a young adult or whatever. So I. What did you think I was going to say? Well, people are always coming here. So that must say something about the country. Well, no, I do stand by that. I I know you stand by that. I can't stand when you say that. Well, because it's Um, true. Yeah, but it's also true that a lot of people go to London and Brazil. People yeah. are always moving. People, but so I mean, it can't be that bad, right? But it also can't be that great if people are also leaving and escaping here, is it? I mean, I don't know. Mm, see? Mm, catch 22. But um, but no, catch but no, if you, if you love it, look, I ain't got no... I feel like almost every man in my family has served in the military. And shoot, a lot of family on my mom's side freaking work for... Mm, the border patrol so that's interesting on your mom's side mhm there's a few of them that is interesting why because your mom is from guadalajara right did i say that right you said it correctly but she is not from there where is she from tamaulipas um monterrey ah north, north mexico Hmm. Yeah. but I mean the same thing where you like it's it doesn't matter you know there's some some it I shouldn't say it doesn't matter that's not really true I think I think it just depends on each individual person right because you have me as a revolutionary and then you have you know not you know Nico. are you a revolutionary yeah great you know mm-hmm. you have Nico who is definitely you know not <laughs> That type of, you know, that so, type of what? I mean. <laughs> person. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Nico does what he does. Anyways, um, I was in Nico, LA this weekend and I totally forgot to hit him up. Oh, shame on me. Girl. Uh, the last book I'm reading is called Digital Minimalism, and it's really I'm trying to get off of social. Like I, I want nothing to do with it anymore. So this is my way of making an exit and reading about how to make an exit. It's so addicting and it's so hard. And my whole life is wrapped around social media, right? Like it's funny. I'm connected to a lot of people. It's just difficult. And so I'm trying to figure out how to make an exit. And so I am starting to make plans. I would love to be off of it by 30. So in five months, four months. Naomi, do you ever read anything like not thought provoking yeah and every marriage is black it's a comedy oh okay (laughs) okay (laughs) okay and then just so we can finish this what i'm watching so i recently watched um death becomes her have you seen that with meryl street no girl okay it's funny let me tell you i'm sorry real quick and then we'll end it here so meryl street is this is i think 84 or something like that. And it's supposed to take place in 78, though. But Meryl Streep is an actress. 
and obviously she's aging. First of all, put some respect on her name. She is a legend, an icon. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, in the film, she's aging. Oh, I was yeah. like, girl, yeah. don't so say she's, she's an, an actress. actress. No, she's, she's just out here trying to make it. <laughs> in the film, in the film, she's an actress and she's aging and she doesn't want to age. And so she goes and finds a woman. And then again, this was before Botox. This is before all that. So she finds a woman who gives her this potion that makes gives her youth. But the youth, uh, she can't die. So she can't die, but her body, like she has to take care of her body because her body can, you know, it's just, it's a body. So the film is about Meryl Streep, who can't age and her body like disintegrating on her. I don't know. It's actually really funny. It's pretty clever. It's very good commentary on aging and just how we view, how society views beauty, but you should watch it. It's really good. It's on HBO max. I think. Hmm. Maybe I have a lot of things on the list. So maybe eventually. And then the last thing I'll say, there's another movie I watched of hers called Still of the Night. That was in 1982. I was just, I just, I Googled Meryl Streep and I just started watching her movies. And they're all of her in New York. She, she, she's pretty. Isn't she from New York? I know she's from the East Coast somewhere. New Jersey. Ah. Close enough. Yeah, I love New York movies. Just things in place. I just, I miss New York. This woman posted, I was on social today, no. But I got rid of the app on my phone. So I was on it on my computer. Um, And this woman posted her in, in Central Park. This woman I follow. And this man was just out there with his bunnies. He was just grooming his bunnies. Literally all these bunnies. He had like four or five bunnies just grooming huh. them. And I was just like, man, only in New York. bunnies all right y'all it's been great have a good night be safe make a decision peace real true (laughs) peace